thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Welcome. Um, you are Brad, Mr. Brad. I am. And you are Andy. I or am. Andrew. Andy Andrew. Andy Andrew. Um, <laughs> and uh, that must mean that this is uh, the Brew and View podcast. Um, That's right. Critics are saying we're, we're the masters of the macabre. Mm. And, uh, Man, I am, yes, diving into it this year. Like... I've watched a lot of blood on the screen here within the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm. Not a uh, lot. I'm completely desensitized to violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I actually just don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good. It's good work if you can get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just uh, between watching. Um, uh, well, between whatever, two weeks ago, like mm-hmm. watching Mandy, and then some of the stuff I've been watching. Um, well, Hold the Dark was kind of kind of gory. Yeah, it got gri- it got grisly. Um, and then I've watched some stuff that has gotten some creep on. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm mm-hmm. jumping ahead of the game. Yes, yes. First things first. That's right. Brewskies. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you have or. or 
what you're having tonight and what you had recently because you have a, taken a little trip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some would say. Hmm. I'd be included included in those, but tonight I am having mixed media by Dogfish Head, and uh, <laughs> oh, I like your little uh, your little picture there. Oh, thank you. I I would argue it's better than the beer. Uh, no. Beer's not bad. Dogfish Head don't make no crap. Um, but as far as to my taste, it's, it's okay. Um, it, they say that it's the closest an ale can legally be to wine. Um, 51% of the sugar comes from grain, fermentable sugars, that is, oh. and the other 49 from grapes. Um, and they say it's uh, Saison-esque. I would agree with that. Um, and that you get that Saison yeast flavor that I really like. Um, but it does have that strong, like grape must and that, like, uh, that white wine dryness to it. And, um, I'm just not really, uh, not, not really. I'm just not a white wine guy. Like, I, oh, I can't, yeah, I'm not, yeah, that's definitely not my bag, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I did give it a three. I think that it accomplishes its goal. Um, which there is something to be said for that. Um, and maybe it is, um, my dogfish bias too. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I, I know what they're trying to do. They did it. Um, it just doesn't do it for me. Okay. Yeah. And like, even, um, I didn't take a picture in the glass and I'm finished with it now, but it even looks like almost like it looks like a white wine. Yeah. It looks like a white well, wine. Yeah. It drinks it like a white like wine. wine. Yeah. It might be a white wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, big on the old whites. Yeah. I know that that is uh, a key to having a good palate is to like whites. And I really? To that, I say, oh, yeah, you can't. Um, reds are for the. Like. The cool kids who sit in the back of the class. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So but like, yeah, all all white wine tastes the same to me. It's just crap. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, to in order to like the sommeliers, mm-hmm. you know, they are, you know, you have to be able to distinguish those two. I, you yeah, know? you know, I I think I could see that being a more because I think you get more of the grape flavor in that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, it just that saying uh that whites are superiors i just i, I don't i, don't, I wouldn't say I don't that agree. it's just that in, <laughs> if you don't have a palate for it i'm just like, kidding then, no I, yes yes it, that's what i've heard and maybe i'm totally wrong but i i really don't know I, I mean or if they're you know you've yeah i mean i don't know because to be a small yeah you have to you, there's no such thing as like a strictly red wine sommelier right it's it's everything yeah Mm. well um that's unfortunate but i i have something to uh balance that out nice. i had um yeah yours looks called a, yeah dark as the a night speedway stout i got this at my local beer distributor nice. um, looked at it i like the can the can is completely black even the top is black which is kind of 
that's not normal. <laughs> usually there's, you know, the silver, which is on the bottom, but usually um, the top of the can. Uh, but this is a uh, heavy-duty stout. It's an American style imperial, imperial stout. Mm -hmm. uh, it's sitting at 12% ABV and er, ABV and 70 IBU. Um, just... Uh, it it's like it's what you would imagine a stout would taste like. Like it's there's nothing. They're not trying to make any, um, um, you know, they're not trying to do anything with flavor or anything like that. They're just trying to make the best stout they can make, and it's they did a good job. And I've never had anything from Ale Smith mm -hmm. uh, Brewing Company, uh, but I do like their uh, their logo logo. Uh, you know, beer, uh, pint glass sitting on top of an anvil, Hale <laughs> Smith, which is kind of cool. Not bad. Uh, um, I gave it a 4.5. I mean, it is robust. It's heavy. It's, I mean, thick. It kind of dries your mouth out after you're done uh, with it. Uh, we got two ratings from friends that we know. Mm -hmm. uh, well, both of them are the same. Uh, it's Dave Morrow, uh, your boy. Uh, he gave it a 4.52. So look at that. We're on the same thing. So it's, it's averaging rated, uh, 4.21. Nice. So yeah, this is, uh, I think this is a, a beer that you can get behind. Cause it's, it's really good. If you can find it, have at it. I'm, uh, this is an, out of San Diego. So, um, it was interesting when I was looking for this beer and I almost got one of these, but I, found two beers from nola brewing company uh, at my beer store nice really uh but they were they were two i can't remember the names of them one was like an is it an abigail or abrogate something some it was like some lady on the front like a purplish oh uh um, it's a sour arabella arabella that sounds right and then there was a barrel aged sour mm. that i i I almost got that one, but I passed. I uh, just I wanted to keep in the in the spirit of the of the month. But I saw those right. two, and I was, I was excited. I was like, "Hey, Nola, yeah, up here." Um, yeah, they are. They're the oldest in the area. In in obviously Abita, but they're not actually in New Orleans. Um, Nola Brewing is. Uh, Got to be almost 10 years old now, um, but definitely nine years old, and everyone else is just starting to catch up. So, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just happy to see those. And uh, they had a couple pretty big bomber uh, bomber bottles in there that were, like, one was, like, 28 bucks. Like, of, I, I, of it, NOLA it wasn't beers? a NOLA one. Oh, it okay. was something else. I was just kind of looking through and see what i wanted like this the one i just got was that was like nine bucks i think mm -hmm. for that for 16 ounce beer so i uh, will be writing that off for my taxes yeah, right. for this podcast <gasps> we should do that we should get mad on that and see if he, yeah. he could do it he do could some... be our accountant yeah he's not great um <laughs> <laughs> he was fired from his last job that's true <laughs> he'll tell you they were downsizing but i think we all know yeah um, the books were a little sketchy. Yeah. There's a reason why they were downside. Yeah. Actually, his books would probably be very sketchy. He's a doodler. <laughs> so it's just margins of stick figures. <laughs> Literally sketchy. Uh, 
That's so, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be sweet because I I think the most I paid for a beer, at least in recent memory, I paid twenty eight bucks for a beer from Anchorage. Um, and I assume that travel costs were kind of built into the price. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a, uh, black sour. It was really good. Um, but OT's sister got us a, like a candle that was made from an old bomber. And, uh, I saw that bomber in the, uh, the bottle shop I go to and I was like, well, yeah, yeah. And then they told me the price and I was like, Mm. well <laughs> it was one of those where it's like eh, you guys are probably going to be seeing me a lot um <laughs> i guess i'll go for it uh I, all in all I'm not going to get it again but I, you know i don't regret it no well, you're paying for the alcohol content for the most part i would imagine uh with those more pricey ones because like otherwise unless it's some kind of rare like rare thing i guess, i would imagine yeah like um hard to find beers or like yeah i i mean when i come across them i'm super psyched but i just can't and i love beer but i i think you're you might be the same way like i can't stand in line no for like come on there's so many good beers out there there's just so many beers out there yeah um that of course, I'm going to be psyched if like someone wants to share one with me. Um, Cigar City in uh, Tampa Bay mm-hmm. does one called Hoonapoo Stout, um, and they only do it once a year, and it's awesome. Um, but they have like a whole day dedicated to it, and like right, if you live in the area, and it's a Saturday. I don't know. I'm not going to begrudge anyone else for doing it. Like I could see the appeal, but I'm, you know, there's plenty of great bombers for nine bucks and under. So, yep, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, and, and and if you can make a day of something, sure, and you know, then do it once in a while. But like, yeah, yeah. it's um, but I didn't live you know. near Tampa Bay, and I can't. I, I'm not going to be like, you know what I need to do is go to Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I did have another beer. And right. I think I've talked about I don't know. I actually haven't talked about it on this podcast. Um, it's uh, from Trogues. It's called Hop Knife. And I had it at two significant events that happened in the last two weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first event was when I did uh, my beer run with my wife. Uh, for at Trogues had a 5k. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I talked a little bit about this in the pod- last podcast, I think. Um, it's 5k and I dressed up as Homer. She dressed up mm-hmm. as a beer bottle. Um, and it was fun. We got lots of laughs and fun, you know, a lot of hanging out and stuff. And then towards the end of the race, or actually as we were crossing the finish line, I was able to chase her. I was trying to chase her, like trying to reach out and grab her. As mm. she ran away from me as Homer, chasing mm. a beer bottle. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so that was fine. But they were serving uh, some perpetual and some hop knife there. Uh, so I was uh, – but the next event where I had – the next time I had hop knife was uh, 
at the premiere of, well, one of the showings of Groupers. Yes. Um, and it, I was I was very pleasantly surprised when I saw that was one of the beers that they were, because uh, it was food and drink after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Q or after the Q and A and stuff, and kind of mingling around and you know talking to the actors and stuff. But yeah, I got to go see uh, uh, Groupers, which is kind of fun uh, with a uh, friend of the show and one time guest. Yes, Anderson. Indeed. Um. So um, yeah, that was uh, kind of a cool thing that he was serving tropes there. Yeah, not that he even knew it, but I'm guessing he was like get some. Get some good beer somewhere from somewhere, mm-hmm. and I, say, I know just the place. <laughs> but hell yeah! Uh, before I get into groupers itself, uh, mm-hmm. did you you got to go? You went away. I did. Yes, I went to the Big Apple, um, all the way from the Big Easy, mm-hmm. and I went to. Oh shoot! I'm looking at your beer here. I went to a place that was recommended to me. Um, called Blind Tiger in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And they were having a Peak Skills tap takeover. Uh, and if Blind I, Tiger. Yeah, so that place was really cool. Um, the bars there are all, they seem like great places to drink in like Christmas time. They're all like dimly lit. They're like, they're crowded, but not like people are shoulder to shoulder, not like shoved in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was, I don't know. It's the type of place like it's cold outside. You come in, you warm up and then you have some beers. Right. Uh, it just, it, it's, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. all I, that's i don't know it, it's there's just a vibe to it that I, I guess i can't really um not doing a good job of articulating right now um but i had a uh oktoberfest from them um while i ate my pretzel <laughs> which was very good um i soft pretzel yes nice soft pretzel i couldn't tell if it was cheese or mustard that it came with i just know i liked it that's right yeah um, and it wasn't bad. I'm not a big fan of the Marzen style, like, um, the beers with just, you know, no hop characteristic whatsoever. And, right. But, uh, all good. And then I, um, I also had a, uh, Brooklyn standard by them, which was a new England style IPA, uh, much more hoppy. And I was a fan of that one. Let me see real quick if I can find the info on it. Yeah, I was going to check the IBUs. It says not available. Great. Great. Um, and Peekskill Brewery is in None Peekskill. to speak of. Yeah. Not appropriate to talk about. Um, I also ran into um, one of my favorite beers, uh, Daisy Cutter by Half Acre. Um, it's a pale ale, uh, by a brewery in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. And, um, oh, this probably more appropriate for my other podcast. So I should probably make a note of that, but we went to the Royal Palms, which is a shuffleboard bar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and I was 
talking to Matt as I was ordering and I was like, yeah, I think Daisy Cutter is my favorite Chicago beer. And um, the girl working was like, oh, we we it's funny you say that we have a location in Chicago, too. And we were like, yeah, our friend works there. And huh. uh, our friend is, of course, your boy, my boy, Scotty boy. That's right. And uh, so she's like, oh, who is it? And we were like, Scott Montgomery. She said, I haven't met him, but I've heard of him because he's in like a management position. I was like, mm-hmm. That's funny. That is funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not bad. As they say, well, I and I hate when people say this, but small world. Yeah. Dude, small world. We're in Brooklyn Heights. Talking <clears> about <throat> our friend from from uh, Oklahoma who yes. works in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> so, yeah. As you're visiting from New Orleans. Yes, yeah. And you're talking to someone from Pennsylvania on a podcast that goes worldwide. Yeah, it's actually, you're right. It's not a surprise that we know people everywhere. We're, right. we're on the World Wide Web. Yes. No, oh, I deal. actually am drinking out of Lagunitas. Ah, nice. Mug tonight, so, yeah. There is uh, this independent um, beer, like, trade paper that I followed on Twitter briefly. Um, and they had like a, uh, kind of a smear campaign against Lagunitas since they were bought out by InBev. And I was like, okay, um, (laughs) I don't necessarily disagree that this sucks, but, uh, I can't, (laughs) I don't need more negative news in my life right now. So I'm just going to unfollow you because I don't need you shitting on every fucking brewery that gets bought out. Yeah, I mean that's isn't that the goal? Is to be able to read like you start a brewery, oh, uh, someone buys it right, for yeah, a couple mil, yeah, and I can retire. So and I would be like double middle, middle fingers to everyone. Yeah, it, it is one of those things where I'm, you know, there's a lot of people who are in it for the right reasons who get bought out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like. You know, they do scale up and, and quality probably dips and, you know, the, the people, there's a lot of people who don't own the company that put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into it that don't reap the benefits. But yeah, this whole like nobility and being poor thing is like no, very, stop it. it's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, stop it. There's, yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah, dude, um, dude, you sold out because like, my exactly songs because my songs in a commercial. You're right. I got fucking paid. What the fuck <laughs> have you done? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because you know to to sell out, you have to have you have to have a product. That's right. And then the people who don't have the product shame you because they can't sell out. That's right. So fuck them all. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, I'm glad you're. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I had a good beer. time. I had a okay. really good time. I had some really good beers. Um, and Matt was saying he's like, "Yeah, beer's so expensive." Oh, I sniffed out a deal. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I don't know if you ever had Genesee or Genesee Cream Ale. Oh, Genesee, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had that. Yep, I've thrown up on that many times. Hell Not yeah, many times. Um, Two times. We, me and my buddy Brennan, um, friend of the show, used to uh, drink it quite a bit back in Florida because you could get 
a 12 pack of cans for six bucks at, at yeah. the gas station. And, uh, it's totally serviceable. Mm. It's fine. It'll do the job. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we walked into a bar and I saw, um, this little like handwritten signs, like $4, 24 ounce Jenny's Jenny. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to have that. <laughs> I'll have one of those. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> you know, I had quite a bit of beer for eight bucks. That a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's a, um, you have, uh, when you're, when you're scrounging by, right. Or you, you're on a limited budget Mm -hmm. and you need a beer and you can, there are some, uh, you know, you can go with your natty ice, which was, uh, my favorite in college, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a higher alcohol content than natty light. Bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. So when you get a keg, it's like getting a keg in the third, <laughs> keg in a quarter. Um, but then if you wanted to, you know, upgrade a little bit, then you went to something like a Jenny uh, Cream Ale. Yeah. yeah. That's whenever you wanted to uh, wine and dine somebody. Hell yeah. You know the Speak- rest. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, this, I, well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh, now it kind of ties in. Uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, October seventeenth. Yes. Uh, Twenty years ago today mm-hmm. is the day that I met my wife. Oh, all right. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, yeah, for me, yeah. for her, for her, it's like a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what do I do? I get the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, uh, yeah, it was weird. Uh, when I I went, we had a football game at Clarion. Which mm-hmm. is like up north of uh, Pittsburgh, up in the, up near Erie, kind of Erie, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Yes. And uh, my cousin, or her cousin, was one of my teammates, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna stay after. We're gonna hang out in Clarion after the game." And so we did. And we said, he said, "We're gonna just stay at my cousin's uh, uh, apartment." And so we did. And we ended up hooking up, and that was the best mistake she ever made. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was just thinking of uh, cheap beer. Uh, she still doesn't drink beer, but that night we were playing beer pong together. Nice. Uh, and she was drinking with rum and Coke, and I was drinking with beer. Mm. And I knew that I had uh, sewed up the deal or locked it up. Whenever I made a shot, she smacked my ass. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah so yeah 20 years that's a long time ago yeah but. congratulations it's mm-hmm. it's not easy let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> well i'm completely out of my depth on this subject but allow me to take a shot that's right <laughs> uh, never stopped anyone before that's right. Uh, anyways, um, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing. I did not yes. know that. Beer brings people uh, together. Yes, brings people together. Beer pong is the great uniter. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's the great equalizer. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well, speaking of, we're mm-hmm. coming up on, I think Ryan and I are coming up on our, is it our third? No, it's, it's our fourth. No, well, it's our... We're beer pong champions for this 
this Halloween party. Oh, all right. And I think I, you've seen pictures of it. I think I sent when I was a minion. We, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we won this beer ball. So we've won it three years in a row. So we're yes, we're going back for our fourth yeah. title defense or title third time. title defense. Yeah. Fourth year in a row. So we'll see. That's coming up. That'll be big news, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Who hosts yeah. it? We do. Um, so, um, getting into movies, we didn't do any assignments this week, uh, because it was a long, long week and we've been, uh, been ripping it. Well, we've been, we've been trying to gear up for the the last two weeks of the month Yes, where we hit, we're hitting John Carpenter next week and we're hitting, uh, Rob Zombie the following week, mm-hmm. which will be actually the 31st if we decide to do that that week. Hopefully it works out for me, depending on, uh, what do you call it, uh, trick-or-treating nights. Mm, but, right, right, right. Um, so in lieu of that, um, I, I have watched some movies. Uh, one of the ones I would like to talk about tonight is the movie Groupers that I did get to go see. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> if so, what I did was I, I told my wife, hey, we're, I'd like to go see this. She said, I'll go with you. So we drove down and I played her the interview with Anderson uh, Cowan that we did uh, what almost getting on it almost a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hadn't really listened to that interview. At least I hadn't listened to it the whole way through. And uh, it was pretty good. Uh, he he opened up a lot in it, and it he. And I'm glad I listened to it as well because I wanted her to get an idea of what she was in for for the movie, and um, and but it did give some insights to the actual movie that we and uh, that we did get get to see. Um, so uh, he did show a couple of his shorts, uh, previous or prior to Groupers. And um, I think, well, for, for people who have listened to The After Disaster, you know who Mike Carano is. Hmm. And I'm sure we've talked about him either on our on this podcast or on our other podcast. And uh, The Cult of Corona was really good. Uh, it was a short, it's probably about eight, eight minutes long, maybe. Uh, just... Uh, if you listen to The After Disaster, you... You have a really good idea that uh, Anderson loves Mike mm-hmm. uh, for all the weirdness that he like is, okay. um, and this little short kind of takes all his quirks and tries to accentuate them and, and make them into a I don't know uh, into a character. And uh, Carano, he's a little stiff at times, but for the most part, he pulls it off, and he he was really good um, and. If you're after disaster listener and listen, it well you can't you can't really watch this movie because everything's kind of under lock and key. <clears throat> um, uh, it hasn't got out on YouTube or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you're an after disaster listener, um, you will appreciate this movie quite a bit because a little bit of Tyler White shows up, uh, so that's that's fun. Um, so yeah, but uh, on to groupers, um, it is. I think he called it an ultra, ultra low budget, ultra low budget movie, which is like a, a designation, 
between there's like you know low budget is like a million to two million or something like that like mm-hmm. micro budget is like 500 to a million mm-hmm. and then like and then wherever this falls is you know if you think about some of the lowest budget movies you've seen yeah uh i bet you most of our listeners have never seen like a released movie that was under a hundred thousand dollars i mean with the exception of maybe clerks murder party zero dollars oh, allegedly yeah. well that yes but yeah no no i i I agree. Like they rarely make it to a regular circulation. Yeah. And it just because just advertising itself ends up costing, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot, but yeah, so he got this done for $80,000 and a lot of help and a lot of hand, not handouts, but a lot of like people don't work for free. Um, uh, We've talked about the trailer that came out. We were really impressed by that. Uh, and, but what I was really surprised to see that this movie is not a like thriller. It's not gory. It's not intense. It's none of the movies that you expect from Anderson. It is a straight up comedy, uh, like a dark comedy, but a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and really impressed with a lot of shots and stuff he did. The script was pretty good. It got a little loose towards the end of the movie. Um, a lot of like themes were coming together all at once. And it was maybe for me, it was just a little bit too much at once. Um, Cause it was a really, really slow burn for probably mm-hmm. two thirds of the movie. And then everything just kind of started going really fast, really fast, really fast. And it just didn't, it wasn't quite, it, it was a little disjointed, I, I would say. Um, okay. But overall, I mean, I was pretty impressed by what he did. The actors were really good, um, especially the lead girl uh, who played Meg. Um, she was she was phenomenal. Uh, there's a lot of uh, close-ups and stuff for the actors, and like um, like eye emotion, and you know, you know. Um, do you know what I mean by saying that? Like, um, you feel in the eyes, like they're yeah. You, uh, you, you felt uh, what he got from the actors were really good. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was happy. I was really happy. I got to meet him afterwards, talk to him a little bit. It's fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, told him I was really happy for him, and you know, and I thanked him a lot. And uh, hopefully, well, that you guys don't care about that. Uh, just it was, uh, it was good. And and what I was really happy about too was after on the Q and A. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the qu- answers he had were pretty much everything we got out of him on the on the podcast. So, yeah, it was. Um, You're just like I know. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, no, but I was I was really impressed by the movie. I really was. Good. And, uh, for I mean, it's not like for first time feature director like he pulled it off because there were a ton of things he wanted to do, as far as um, there were really quick shots be- in. in snappy dialogue where you're going from one person to another person and all of them were really different angles mm-hmm. you know one was face on one's looking up one's looking like face on but looking at other people it was um the shots that he did and like you could tell that he knows how how to use a camera you know what i mean yeah and like he is able to pull off he knows what he wants whenever he envisions a shot um and it was that was really impressive to see um so yeah 
Uh, I not people. A lot of people. I mean, I think it's shown in Boston this week, and then it goes to the back out to L.A. or Santa Fe or something like that. And then it's uh, he has actually got some distributors looking at it, so maybe hopefully it can come out. It's probably going to go just to uh, VOD or go to uh, the streaming services right away. Mm-hmm. It maybe get a limited release. That's probably the best case scenario for it. Uh, but uh, overall, yeah, it was worth the watch. I was glad it got to go. That's awesome. Yeah. I am excited for you. So, yeah. Pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Uh, it was cool because one of the guy's dads, one of the actor's dads, um, set this whole thing up in Philly because it wasn't on the original thing. So uh, mm-hmm. one of the actors, they he got up afterwards and he's like, uh, and this is his first like major film, you know, for, first feature length film. Yeah, and he's like, uh, you know, when we did this, I was like, I was very happy to do it, and I told my dad, or you know, my dad was very excited, and he ended up setting this thing up, and then he's like, I grew up in this town, and I've watched many movie, many movies here, never thinking I could see myself up on the, on the oh. screen, and then I get to see myself up on the screen, and it was, you know, it's kind of sweet to yeah. see that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right Good on. turnout. The, some weird people. Yeah. Some guy smoking a cigarette outside was. Oh. Mm. That sounds bad. He was, he was like, uh, tell me how. Uh, and I like, he's a good guy. Um, tell me, he's like, I, I'm trying to get Anderson to watch this movie. Just can't. I'm trying to get him to watch this movie. I'm going to bust his balls. What? Do it. Do it, man. What movie? Uh, it's Land of Mine, which I think I want to try to watch, but. Mm. Um, I heard Anderson talking about, I think, on a film blog. It's about, after World War II, a group of kids, not like Nazi youth, have to go through and go through minefields and, like, uh, dig up mines. Hmm. And that's their punishment. So, yeah. It's not like a... It's like a light little comedy. Very Very palatable. You know, it could be turned into a comedy, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Explosive yeah. laughter. Yes. These guys, these these guys just are all over the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it is streaming on stars. So that's hilarious. I'm gonna bust his balls. Okay. <laughs> no, it, but it's cool because I was I was wearing my. Um, uh, cold cockle shirt, kind of mm. underneath my zip-up ho- hoodie. Sure. Um, and it was kind of just coming out, and I, got, and I walked out to, you know, hit the old uh, robot penis, and he's like, nice mm. shirt. I'm like, oh, sweet. Hey, thanks. <laughs> so. do, you, do you remember a guy named Pierce? Do you ever heard Anderson talk about a guy named Pierce? Mm, no. Okay. I definitely don't. All right. I met a guy named Pierce. Okay. And we talked for a while. Cool guy. Good time. Is he hot? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's had a penguin's hat on. That's why I started talking to him. No, oh, nice. Yeah. If you like that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you got to do that. That sounds like a good time. I uh I don't know. I, I'm I am looking forward to groupers, but I'm mostly excited. <laughs> I'm honestly mostly excited when I can finally 
like watch the shorts somewhere. And yeah. I know they're he did make them available, um, but like at that current juncture, I I couldn't really sign up for his uh, tier system. So yeah, I guess I I could now probably. So yeah. Um. So I know we've been kind of crushing some some stuff, but I did get a chance yes. to see a couple movies. Yeah. Um. I I don't want to bogart the whole episode by me okay. talking. Um, I do. But there's a, there's have... one or two that I'm are really worth talking about. Yeah. Um, and I know we're not going to be talking about movie other movies other than uh, until you know a couple weeks away. Uh, but there's a few that are worth the watch. Um, uh, if you this is in in keeping with the time of the year, there's a uh, a movie that just got released on um, on Netflix called Apostle. Apostle. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so I came in, across that. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I I just I think I came across it. So. Yeah, well, it's from Gareth Evans, who you'd know from VHS and the Raid. Um, ah. And so, he did this movie, and it's like turn of the turn of the twentieth uh, century, so like nineteen oh five ish, like uh, like remote parts of the uh, British Isles. Mm-hmm. And it is like a, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It is a, oh, hell, I don't even want to ru- ruin it. It's it's a very gruesome movie, uh, but not very gruesome, but very atmospheric and, but it gets kind of creepy and very, um, uh, basically, a guy goes to look for his sister who's been taken in by this cult who worships this god that no one else is in there on this island where no one can get to them mm-hmm. um and things go horribly horribly wrong um, oh sounds a lot like um wicker man uh yes i would say a lot better but very same very similar in the um in the uh the storyline yes because mm-hmm. yeah he was looking for what his daughter or his wife um the original one he's looking for he's actually just a police officer looking for a missing girl okay um i never saw the <laughs> i've seen the Nicolas memes cage? yeah i've seen the memes but i never mm-hmm. saw the nicholas cage version um i don't think you have to um so yeah, uh so yeah, check that out if it's in in the spirit of the season. It's one of the better I would say it's one of the better um Netflix originals that you're gonna see. I mean I uh between this and Hold the Dark, which are the probably the most recent mm-hmm. uh Netflix releases releases, yeah. um these two I really like. I know we've had some some misses before. Yeah. Um, you know, with Bright and uh, a couple other movies. Uh, this one, these two, last two for me kind of hit the mark. It wasn't great, but it was pretty good. Um, um, and a movie that we're probably never really going to talk about, uh, but a movie that I, well, I love Sicario, the, uh, but the sequel to that, the day of the Solano, 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 anyways, Mm-hmm. Sicario 2. Um, 
this this movie had no reason being as had no right to be as good as it was. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was written by and uh, written by T- T- Taylor Sheridan again because mm-hmm. he did the original. Uh, directed by Stefano Salami Solami Soyimi S O L L I M A. Um, who there's not a whole lot you would know him from, but um, it isn't for my money. It's not as good as the first one, but it's pretty damn close. Um, it's actually worth the watch uh, if you get a chance to watch it. Um, yeah, um, is it streaming somewhere? It is not. I ended up buying that. Well, it is streaming on my Amazon Prime thing. So if you want to. Yeah. Hit on it, you can get on that. Uh, so yeah, I bought it. I ended up buying it. Nice. Um, and two more movies. So I don't. I don't. I really don't want to take up time. Um, I watched Shape of Water. Oh Shape yeah. On that uh, HBO right now. Oh okay. Um, had no reason really to watch it other than I was like, oh, Shape of Water, one best picture. Probably should watch it sometime. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Really good. I enjoyed it. It was. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it had. It was like takes place in the like in the sixties, late sixties, I'd say, mid sixties, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, um, maybe early sixties. Uh, but it was a. It's a. It felt like Back to the Future, where when you go back to nineteen fifty five, uh-huh. everything feels nice and there's definitely good people and there's definitely bad people and there's no like in between and it's it is so well done it's it's really it's a just a pretty movie it's a love story mm-hmm. uh michael shannon is just <laughs> fantastic um uh, richard jenkins is like really good in it mm-hmm. the fish man is fun within the first four minutes there's female masturbation oh i mean like how can you go (laughs) you can't um there (laughs) it's 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 like a little off-centered uh back to the future like you're looking everything is so wholesome in back to the future right but this is just it's not really getting into the 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 grungy, dirty part of that time, but it kind of gives you glimpses into it. And but what's what's really great about it is it's just like good versus evil, and we know mm. what the stakes are, and this is how it's going to play out. But it's just a really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so if you get a chance to watch Shape of Water, I definitely uh, want but to. But I think yeah. my favorite movie, favorite movie that I watched here in the last week is Upgrade. Upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Another, uh, came out this year. Another um, uh, Anderson one. He's been hawking. What's that? Another one. Anderson's been been yeah, hawking yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, with uh, actually my after and I wasn't even looking for it until my brother texted me. He's like, uh, he's like, upgrade. That's gonna be really good. You're gonna like it a lot. So I was like, all right. And then uh, got a chance to watch it on one of our friends' streaming systems. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, upgrade. I've heard a lot. And boom, hit it. Um, Does your brother text in like really small font? Yes. Well, he, he <laughs> my texts. only my only experience to, with him. Re- he I was have to read it the quietest guy. Other in the room. people's taxes. 
because people were always texting over him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, upgrade is tight. It's fun. Okay. Um, it's like a not too distant future. Um, it's uh, yeah, I really liked it. It's another uh, movie where. Well, it's just it's it's like kind of like hardcore Henry, sure, but not. Uh, it's very violent, very visceral, but a good premise. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I I really hi- I highly recommend this movie. Uh, uh, directed by Lee Warnall. Wow, Walnell, Monel, who uh, did some of the Saul movies. And Insidious. Oh. But, yes. Pretty fun. Pretty fun uh, uh, cuts and takes and, like, um, uh, visual stuff with the fighting, fighting scenes and stuff. So, yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, If you can. Yeah. I got to check that out because I've been hearing a lot about it and that kind of, that solidifies it. Sweet. Do not watch Red Sparrow. Do not. Okay. It's terrible. I didn't didn't look good. Nope. Seen seen everything I needed to see on Mr. Skin. No. Um Yeah. So, there you go. So there you have it. Uh nice. Cool. Um I've been tearing through um movies. I, I'm super uh excited to I don't take a lot of notes for this show, um, which probably you can tell when I'm drinking and just rambling off the cuff. Uh, um, but for, I'm excited for the Carpenter one too. Um, but I feel like I've seen the Rob Zombie, all of Rob Zombie's movies now with a fresh set of eyes. Yes, yeah, I have too. So. I just, yes, finished the last one the other day. Yeah. I, I watched uh 31 this morning and, mm-hmm. um, uh, but of course, we're going to be talking about all of that in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I've been been occupied with. But I have started watching the show "The Haunting of Hill House" on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's caught my eye. Yeah, uh, it is a. Wasn't the Hill House like a movie movie, um, or wasn't that like a real like an actual movie? I know there's the House on Haunted Hill. Okay. There's been like a couple versions of that. Um, but then there's also been this series of movies that have been like, I think, no, I don't think it's the, I, I think, um, there was one, a haunting in Connecticut, which was in theaters. And then there's just been a long running, maybe not even long running, but a long series of a haunting in wherever, um, just straight haunting Haunting in Connecticut too, ghost of Georgia. Yeah. That makes no sense. (laughs) A haunting in wherever the haunting in, a haunting in Hartford yeah. an ice hockey story haunting of Providence Rhode Island yeah little old Rhode Island have you listened to uh the Detroit one uh oh sh- damn it I remind me I got a good podcast to suggest okay right. yeah absolutely uh so uh yeah I am five episodes in it's 10 episodes uh, it's very like soapy, um, sepia toned family drama with some some ghosts thrown in. Okay. Um, 
But once it ramps up a little bit, I'd say watch the first episode and I'm like, I'm, you know, it's got ghosts in it. I'm going to finish it. Um, by the third episode, I was like, all right, let's keep going. Let's do this. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it is, uh, definitely not for everyone. Um, but if you're looking for like a scary TV show, especially this time of year, strongly recommend, um, this will probably start to, um, this is probably a lot of outliers right now, but Netflix has it, or I'm sorry, IMDb. It's only got 14,000 reviews, but it's averaging 9.1. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are going to be the people that seek it out at first. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's got the casting director did a, almost too good of a job with the adults. Because it's, it's kind of a story told in current day and flashbacks. Right. Um, so the family of siblings, the girls are, there's three girls, and they all, like if they were the same, from the same family, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Because they look eerily, they look related. So right. well done, right. casters. Good casting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good visuals, um, definitely like a nice Gothic backdrop, um, set in recent times. Yeah. It's set currently. Um, and then I'd say it's all a bunch of people, a bunch of in their thirties and late twenties. Um, and it does flash back to when they were children. So probably about 20 years prior. Mm. Um, but the, the, um, the husband and wife are fixing up an old house and they're, they're living in it where this, the, the hill house. So, yeah. um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. It's, um, got a couple jump scares, but I just, I like that it is, um, mostly establishing like this feeling of dread and theme and mood. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so once once it got going, like it got its hooks in me around episode three. So okay, very good. Yeah. Yes, and um, I do want to. Uh, Fredo said it sounded like someone else, but I definitely want to plug. I have a couple recommendations. So I was able to. I watched um, the Lord of Lords of Salem and mm-hmm. Thirty One on Amazon. I signed up for. Uh, Shutter, yes, and uh, which is a I guess a horror movie channel, yes, and uh, you get a seven day free trial with Amazon Prime, and it's just right there on your Prime Video homepage. Uh, the thing they do that's that's nice. Um, I think a lot of places do it now, but you can go in on Amazon, sign up for your free seven days, cancel it immediately, and still just keep on. Watching it. Using it for the seven days. Okay. Um, but it's four ninety nine a month, and I might keep it for at Couple least months? a month here. Because um, there's fucking some great movies streaming. The original Evil Dead, the original Halloween, um, definitely Phantasm, but I think I saw Phantasm 2 and 3 in there. Uh, the House of the Devil, which is a movie that I feel like I keep bringing up every chance I get. Um, it was directed right. by Ty West. I'm big fan of that one. 
the original Psycho, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, um, Cube Zero, Cube, Cube Two, Hypercube, <laughs> uh, Cabin Fever, the original, cube cubed. yeah, Cube Cubed, uh, Alien Cubed. No, I actually don't know. It might be on there. Um, the original The Wicker Man that we were just talking about, um, mm-hmm. Troll Hunter which we've talked about a lot. Sleepaway Camp, oh, yeah. The Reanimator, uh, Day of the <laughs> Dead, which is my personal favorite of the original Romero movies. Um, well, actually, all of the Romero um, dead movies. Um, <laughs> like, like there were five good ones in the past 20 years yeah. or something. <laughs> like, Although I liked Land of the Dead a lot. Um, was that t- the one with, that had a... Um- that had Dennis Hopper in it? Yes. Dennis Hopper, uh, I loved. I, I thought he, he gave a really elevated performance in that movie. Um, um, High Tension and uh, another one I specifically singled out that we've talked about here is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, yeah. That's probably worth the four ninety nine just for that. Yeah. It's it, so good. Yeah. Um, so definitely... Um, I've, I've watched Lords of Salem in 31 and then slipped into my old bad habits and, uh, threw on evil dead today. So very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, so yeah, there's, there's things out there. Yeah. Well, you, did you mention to be with that as well? Um, that they are available on like, uh, yeah, Lords of Salem and to be, or Lords of Salem and 31 are on to be. And that was, um, Brought to our attention by uh, Master Zed. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe I, maybe I, you knew that already. And yeah, you, you I probably think I mentioned it. Yeah. But yeah, he also... But he reiterated. Chimed in, chimed yeah. in on uh, on, a, on uh, Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm going to be busy. <laughs> yes, you got a lot, lot to watch. A lot so I'm glad, yeah, I'm happy you're uh, into it. I'm glad yeah. you're... you're getting into the gore mm-hmm. yeah you're slipping into this uh creepy you're that wasn't even alliteration you're yeah. having some halloween horror fun <laughs> i some fun with fangs i am that is a hundred percent true um <laughs> i yeah i'm i'm so glad we're doing this because i i love it um, but sometimes, you know, you need a little extra motivation. Well, I can tell you this, um, watching shape of water mm-hmm. after watching, uh, some of these things that I have been watching, especially after watching like, like the heavy, really like, um, what was it? The hold the dark. Yeah. And, uh, I think I watched it after I watched Sicario, and there's another one. I think all oh, Lords of Salem. And then I watched shape of water. It was a nice palate cleanser you know what i mean yeah absolutely you can't can't just go all all one thing oh and i did watch uh the movie goon in between there too which was a nice little uh, palate cleanser too uh yeah but um yeah well i know that uh the movie hereditary is on my list coming up soon and i'm gonna be watching it that this week so i'll I'll tune in uh with you guys next week but um uh before i forget i yelled screamed um so yes you, everyone yeah. knows who aaron hernandez is right yep all right everyone knows what the movie spotlight was about right spotlight 
Spotlight. We we watched Spotlight. We talked about it. Oh, did we oh, watch oh it yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the All movie right. that I loved, and I can never remember the title of. That's right. Uh, but the the people that were assigned to do uh, that whole thing was under the Spotlight umbrella in the uh, Boston Herald mm-hmm. or Boston Globe under the Boston Globe umbrella. There's a there's a section called Spotlight where they would do very in, in depth intensive journalism. Right. And that's how they discovered or un- unveiled this whole, you know, uh, the Catholic Church thing. Well, that spotlight group is still working and are still working hard. Nice. And they've done some very heavy duty investigation investigation into the Aaron Hernandez thing. Mm-hmm. And they now have a podcast out that's coming out in conjunction with a like six part um uh, six-part release in their newspaper. Oh, and okay. So if people who don't know who Aaron Hernandez is, he's a professional tight end for the New England Patriots, went to Super Bowls, maybe one of the best two tight ends if he played long enough, maybe ever, depending on you know how he would have done. But he was also either either a serial killer or a bloodthirsty gangster because yeah. he killed more than one person and did it very cold bloodedly and just some of the kind of so uh it's called gladiator is mm-hmm. the is the um is the podcast and it plays i mean this plays like a movie mm-hmm. um i mean just some of the details like he you know he was uh, abused sexually and yeah. physically by his dad. He had a boyfriend while he was in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, he had, he was uh, like he, him, he, the first time they had, they knew they had pro- problems whenever he was at uh, Florida. He, he was at a bar with Tim Tebow mm-hmm. and he like, punched out the bartender over a $12 tab. So like we have the most notorious person in sports and the most haloed person in sports at the same bar. Yeah. At the same night hanging out. So I just, uh, <laughs> it's, it is like stranger than fiction, this story, I think. And, mm-hmm. and they're doing a really good job as far as reporting and getting very good sources to, uh, to come out. So check out that uh, podcast because I'm always looking for a good podcast. Yeah, and it's it's not like a long podcast. You you can probably once it's all done, it's only they only have two episodes out. I think next one's coming out tomorrow, I believe, um, or maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, uh, yeah, check it out if you can. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like going through the stuff I've watched. I'm like, oh, nope, we're talking about it later. Talking about yeah. it later. Talking about it later. Um, yeah. We talked a lot about a lot of movies. Yeah. Oh, um, um, not not a uh, Halloween-themed or even a movie, but the um, second season of American Vandal is out. Oh, is and it? Okay. Holy shit. It's, it, well, literally, it deals with people shitting in a catholic school um 
Also, but, it's a totally different cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so it's just it's just it's it, cereal. It's like it's a total it's like spoof of cereal. cereal. Yeah. Um, and it's so I feel like it's so pitch perfect for how like because I grew really tired of cereal slowly. I know, I know. Like I enjoyed the first season, um, and then it kind of like up into a point I was like, all right. You're, you're stalling. Let's, Let's get up. this over with. Wrap it up. Um, but, like, I think this is so good at making fun of that and the making of a murderer and just all that stuff. It's it's a pitch-perfect uh, parody. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching the first episode. My wife and I really liked it, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we were like, eh, yeah, we didn't watch yeah. it anymore. Of course, we don't watch anything anymore together. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but feel partly responsible. Yes. <laughs> no. Blame it all on my son. Yeah. Okay. I see. Bastard. <laughs> uh, I see. I I'd feel bad if if I knew he was going to listen to this someday, but <laughs> he has literally, I think, literally, almost a thousand hours worth of audio for me for him to. Yeah. Before <laughs> he gets to this. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you said. Oh, uh, what? Oh. <laughs> um, also, I I haven't finished your guys' uh, Field of Screams episode. I'm about halfway through. Okay. Um, you guys just got through the like apocalypse place. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But that's been a lot of fun. In the drive. <laughs> Listening to you guys rip on <laughs> rip on Jim on the drive there is also. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> very very entertaining. Uh yeah, so if you guys want to listen, span the void pool cast. Yeah. Uh yeah, they've been fun to do. We actually got to sit down for the first time. I haven't really recorded a whole lot of podcasts other than that. And um yeah, we sat down for the first time in a couple of weeks. Really? Last night, so yeah, or two nights ago, I guess. But Yep. Uh well thank you, yes. Um and I guess a new episode of Mavs is gonna be coming out shortly, right? Uh tomorrow morning, yeah. Yeah, along with better get on along it because you're guy. almost out of your week. Yeah, yeah, we made That'd it. That'd be a shame. We made it, recorded. Um, yeah, and you get an oldie but goodie on the pod. Yes, we did. Yeah, um, it's funny we actually talk about that about how long it's been since he was on the podcast. So yeah, uh, yeah, you can check it all out on the sauce dot com and span the void dot com. Are they still in, still doing any music? Um, kind of. They, I think they wanted to put out an album, but at this point they've put out like a lot of Lucy's, um, on SoundCloud. All right. Um, I'll have to That'd look be up sweet the last. In the episode on one of those. Oh yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. We were talking about, uh, well, we talked about Scotty earlier. And we're yeah. There you go. Jesse now. So yeah. As I used to call them, the plain white G's. Yeah, I I was gonna I name this episode pla- uh, "Plain White G's 3, but I couldn't remember if I already did a three or or we were on four. <laughs> so yeah. well, just do it like else. a podcast. Just do it. No one's gonna notice. <laughs> no one is no. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Um, um, right. yeah. So uh, I think yeah, we're uh, we're gonna hit some yeah we're heavy gearing movies up movies next week next two weeks. Um, 
we're going to go in depth. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, I hope you enjoyed tonight. Uh, if you didn't, tell us why. Mm-hmm. And if you did, good. Yeah. Keep also tell shut. us. No, let us oh. know. We need it. <laughs> no, we don't. We're we're very confident. So confident um, we put out quite a lot of content. That's right. All right. All right. Well, uh, for that and for us, till next week. Yes. Goodbye. Signing off. Welcome to my hood. Yeah, Scotty boy, and it's rough on these streets. Psych, I'm living off the south, poor between a gap and fleet feet. Pinching baby cheeks while I'm looking at mama's cheeks. She be rocking yoga pants that she bought last week. Spinning cheddar at a fleta, ain't no L stop better than that brown line Kimball bound. I ain't talking Metro. Southport Corridor, brewery and provisions. Grab a beer, pay my tab, then grab a coffee at Crosby's Kitchen. Scotty dumb move from that row po life. Only po po, I see a coming home to see they wife. Playing with their kids in the doggy out back. Yo, I'm feeling kinda hungry then let's hit a butcher's tap on the way there we're seeing baby strollers constantly winking at these ladies coming out of anthropology sorry for my modesty i'm only speaking honestly you can laugh at all this comedy but southport might possibly be the safest neighborhood the number one spot you know oh it. and i didn't mention that we even got a rooftop spot me on that rooftop i about this smoking pot you don't even need a glock so don't need to call the cops just let your body rock and just let the bass drop it's a rooftop party and you know it never stops i've been All these mamas pushing strollers up and Catching all them Wrigley Vale homers up and You better have a baby or a dog up and Only running in my hood is glad up for a jog Yo, dudes, I feel ya, coming up Cornelia. No one's gonna steal you off the streets of Southport. What? On the way to CVS to treat my mouth warts uh. and crunching baby carrots that I got at Jewel Osco. I'm not a John Doe, but not quite the honcho. I'm somewhere in between. Just a loving young boy with his cone from Dairy Queen. Soft serving sprinkles and little stars that twinkle. Passing all these kids who still believe in Chris Kringle. Yo, Santa isn't real. He is just a myth. But that being said, please enjoy your Christmas. Or perhaps Hanukkah. Chandler Bing with the Flow and search for Monica when I'm in Lululemon. Sexy Yogi's on the floor. Start revving my engine, but this store's overpriced. So I head to Starbucks for espresso over ice. The barista says, No, that will compromise the beans. Huh? Yo, what the fuck? What the hell does that even mean? I guess I'll take a venti pike with some root for cream. All these mamas pushing strollers up and catching all them Wrigley Vale homers up and the Southport Corridor, yeah. minding my own, someone coming up behind it to mommy on the phone, yo, mother of a new bone, probably 34 years old, I can tell by her tone, I'll continue down Roscoe, make my way down to Starbucks, and get a chocolate chip scone, or maybe go to Jenny's for a double scoop cone, or maybe go to Noodles and Co, ho, as I'm walking down the block, I see 30 more moms, and I start to sweat, 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 yo. Cause I've never seen so many mommies fly to death I bet they never kissed a bird with some cigarette breath Corridor rolls wealthy, always eating healthy No baby or dog, fucking remain stealthy Cause if you wanna live in the port of Chicago Better wipe a girl and get a cute ass doggy oh!
mamas pushing strollers up in Catching all them wrinkly veil homers up in You better have a baby or a dog up in Only running in my hood is glad up for a job Spot, spot me on that rooftop Pop, pop me smoking pot You don't even need a Glock So no need to call the cops Just let your body rock And just let the bass drop It's a rooftop party And you know it never stops Up in South, 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 South. All these mamas pushing strollers up in South, 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 South. Catching all them wrinkly veil homers up in South, 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 South.